Welcome to the Rediscovering Your Creative Self podcast, where you get a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation for your creative practice. The power of the mind in motion. You know, oftentimes as artists, you know, we can live these very sedimentary lives. Uh, We spend lots of hours, I know myself, for many, many years, either sitting. Uh, um, Sometimes if I'm working very large, I'll be standing, but not doing a lot of motion, okay? And oftentimes as we're working, it's important to move for so many reasons, okay? For one, it's better for our bodies, okay, over the long term, but it's also better for your art and your creative process. You know, one of the things, um, and being a professional artist, and, you know, these are discussions I talk about with my other artist friends, is when you get stuck on an, you know, you're you're working on something and you know you've got to finish it for a deadline and you're stuck, what do you do? You know, it's like you got to keep moving on. It's still going to be due. Uh, You can't just like let it go sometimes. And all of us have adopted different kinds of practices. And I've shared those over the years, at least my practices and others that I've learned from either artist friends or people that I've interviewed over the years. And they're really actually quite simple. Move. And if it's really cold or raining out, it's really stormy, run up and down the stairs. You know, I I think it sounds really crazy, but if you get blood flowing and your body moving, of course, drink water is another uh, oldie but goodie. Your body moving and the blood flowing actually helps in your creative process. The other thing is, You got to change your state of mind. And, you know, there's been lots of studies, okay, that have come out on by changing your state of mind through some physical things. um, It'll help you uh, with something that you're working on, for instance. So if you feel very frustrated with things, smiling, laughing, Those kind of things actually change your mindset almost immediately. I think there's even science behind the fact. I think it's like three minutes if you smile or, you know, something like that. It actually changes you inside. So the body in motion, using your muscles, changing your focus actually is going to help you in your creative process when you're working on things. You know, I have a kind of a a flow or a pattern that I seem that works for me. And I think everybody needs to have a pattern or a flow that works for them in their process. Every day, about four o'clock, I hit a wall. I hit a wall energy-wise. I hit a wall like creatively. It's just that I I can't keep going. So I don't. 
at about four o'clock is my time when I start cooking. I then, you know, eat dinner and then I start to have some kind of a me time. And then about seven o'clock, I can go back into the studio. Sometimes I can, I can work quite uh, late into the, into the night uh, because it's so quiet and it's so serene. But everybody has things like a pattern that they, that works best for them. But what I want to talk about, um, you know, specifically is to have a way in your process where motion is something you utilize as a strategy to not only gear your body up to have more finite movements or more, you know, larger movements in your body so that you are as a machine Okay, if we want to consider our body, our physical body as a machine for creativity, we are best able to keep that machine in shape to do the things we want to do. It requires to paint for hours, okay, or to draw for hours or to use a computer or however we create, sculpt, whatever, for hours. It, it requires certain kinds of muscle groups that can actually get exhausted, especially the smaller muscle groups. Some of those in the back, some of you may feel that set, you know, the uh, compensation. If you're right-handed, you get that kind of weird muscle humps and, and aggravating knots that happen in your back or your neck. It's that overcompensation. So if we strengthen the larger muscle groups, they can help support these smaller muscle groups when we use them. Also, the aspect of taking breaks. You know, um, the late Dennis Nolan, who taught at Hartford Art School with me, there was an exercise that he teaches all the students, okay, uh, to move their hand and arm every hour. And it's these big muscle group motions where you're taking your arm and swinging it down and then flowing it back up and swinging down and flowing back up. Large muscle, like almost like your wrist and arm are dancing up and moving down. Just moving those um, muscle groups and standing, uh, you know, having good muscle posture getting up out of that seat and moving these arms. You could even take a deep breath in and raise the arms out and then release, flow back down. Taking these gestural, larger muscle group movements, okay, is important. Maybe even lowering the body down and coming back up. Other things that I've kind of adopted is some yoga techniques. And there are lots of, um, you know, uh, yoga videos online that are for uh, free that you can watch to not just really to get in shape, but to just do some simple stretching. 
and some of them can just be done in a chair. There's actually something called chair yoga. And I think it was invented by a woman that's actually uh, in the area that I'm, I'm located right now. So simple things, even if you're as an artist working in your own studio and you don't even want to get up out of the chair or you're on a plane or you're stuck in a chair, you know, on, on, uh, on some level, if some of you work in an office or something that you can do to stretch out those muscles, you know, over time, as we get older, especially the hip muscles and parts, areas in the back, they can tighten up really bad. And so they can pull on our backs, which makes it much harder when we're working as artists to perform, to do the things that we want to do. And there's lots of simple exercises that you can do just in your chair that allow you to stretch your back. And so these are things that I want you to think about to incorporate in your process is stretching, moving, having something where you can leave where you're at physically, leaving your studio or your room or your space and going for a walk. Even if you work in an office and you're not even doing art, go for a walk. Walk around the building, leave the space. Those kinds of things readjust your thinking, re moves your body, gets the blood flowing, but it changes up your ideas. Sometimes we come so focused on something, we need to change our outside surroundings. And it doesn't take much to get the blood flowing. You know, walk up and down the stairs and you'll see that changes things. Like I said, drinking water hydration cannot be over talked about when it comes to art. And I'm pretty bad because I drink coffee. So that doesn't help my situation. But hydration really helps a lot with feeling tired, feeling, you know, uninspired, un unmotivated. When you are hydrated and you have the blood flowing, it's great. A lot of artists actually have a routine of both water and movement, like I said, in their practice as an ongoing element. And all of us have different physical capabilities of what we can do. We're not talking about training for a marathon. It doesn't really take much. Like I said, every hour, stopping, pausing, moving, breathing exercises, simple stretches. But you know, you do those things every hour. Maybe you paint eight or nine hours, maybe more a day. And you add that up after a week your muscles are going to be trained to do those things. They're going to be more lubricated. They're going to be more limber so that when you're doing large gestural strokes onto a canvas or you're working onto the floor and you're you know moving paint around, you're not going to have movements that are restricted. Those muscles are going to be open. 
you're going to have water lubricating. So you, you, those joints. And so things are going to be moving much more fluidly. And that's all helpful. Those are all things that are necessary. So this week, I'd like you to think about things that you enjoy physically. If you like to um, listen to music, so maybe once a day, you're just going to move freely listening to music you enjoy and maybe dance. You know, find something in your process that you will enjoy doing that requires movement and hydration and adopt that as part of what you do in your creative process. It will make a huge difference in your work and in your physical life and in your mental attitude. Have a wonderful week and as always, create from the heart. This audio series is part of my Navigating the Labyrinth of the Creative Mind Patreon Endeavor. The site uniquely intermixes self-reflection and personal storytelling with exploratory mixed-media techniques and expressive approaches to art making, elevating the creative consciousness and guiding each person on his or her own path to discovering the creative spark that resides within. Check us out at www.patreon.com slash Lisa L. Sear, and that's spelled C-Y-R.